everybody, get ready for Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. A foodie born and bred, my wife Nikki loves chatting up chefs, dining out, and insider industry buzz. And my husband David thinks a great meal is nothing but a good burger, a frosty brew, and a check for under $20. Because he is cheap. Well, maybe so, but foodie married beast anyway. And together we've got the food and wine variety show that has everyone talking. It's Foodie and the Beast, and we are on now. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. This is an annual gift-giving show we do every year, and it's great because so many people don't have really you know, a great idea of what to get folks, and everything we're featuring is unusual and special and um I hope Nikki will get me everything. Well, anyway, why we, one of the reasons why we do this show is because in and around the D.C. metro area, there are so many ways to find interesting artisans and offerings, and there's so many activations, and there's so much happening in and around the city, and there's also things that you can order, which we are going to get into oh, later yeah. in the show, that are an amazing way to either host your own party or just do a, a delightful dinner for two. So we'll get into that. But before David does all the intros for the show, we did just get back. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Our Thanksgiving was really special. We were in St. Martin, sunning our little tushies. It was so nice. Uh, no turkey for us. Lots of spiny lobster. Um, and because we stay on the French side, and so lots of French food. Well, we were there with a lot of family. I can say honestly that the lobsters in St. Martin are swimming in circles of fear right now. <laughs> they are. We ate a lot of lobster and a little bit of, um, my sister-in-law is very big on faux gras. So there was a lot of that. It was rich. Um, definitely not bikini wear eating, but uh, so much fun and such a great time. And while I hate to share where we stay in Grand Coss because it's such a little gem, I will tell you the Grand Coss Beach Club is just a lovely a generous place to stay, beautifully situated on the island. Now forget you heard that. Yes, forget. Please don't make reservations there. Yeah. And um, and the town of Grand Coss is just so lovely. Great restaurants, terrific walking, lovely hiking, and uh, beautiful beaches. So we're grateful that we had that opportunity to be there. All right, let's get on with the show. All right, so today we're joined again, probably for the 2000th time, by uh-huh. Doran Peterson, who was known to all for her Fabulous plant-based bakery, Sticky Fingers. But she's in today to talk about something that's also very special. She's a board member at Regarding Her, which is a woman-led national organization that promotes working with women who own and lead food and beverage businesses. And um, uh, Regarding Her is sponsoring its second annual holiday market uh, starting on the 11th at uh, Cork Wine Bar. And there's all kinds of cool stuff you'll right. hear and about Right, and Diane that. was supposed to be in with us today, but she's not feeling Diane well. Diane So we will give some love to Diane. Beautiful okay. wife of Khalid Pitts, my favorite guy in the whole world. <laughs> okay. okay, I'm just saying it. All uh-huh. right, uh, Ebony Walton's here. Um, uh, she's the acting director of marketing communications for the downtown D.C. bid. All right. Uh, and that's a fancy title, but the real reason why she's in she's is a fancy because girl. the bid does this amazing, amazing holiday market every year. It's in its 19th year. They're one of the originators of the concept, especially in the area. Now you find these holiday markets everywhere. But I'm really excited to talk about how it's grown, how you curated it, because you bring in such amazing artisans. So we'll get into that in a sec. All right. And we enjoyed a meal a couple of, probably two months ago. It was spectacular. Movable Feast is a nationwide subscription and a la carte service that creates and delivers uh, dinner parties, exclusive dinner parties, uh, collaborating with America's uh, most celebrated and award-winning restaurants. And that's the the bit from their publicity. But I got to tell you, they put together a meal. It comes to your house. You have very little to do, and you eat like a king and a queen. Co-founder John Stubbs 
is going to join us, and he'll tell I know, you. but you should say off the bat that John Seibert of Tale of Goat is one of the founders with John. I should does. say that, and, but I um, didn't. We had the opportunity to execute their program, and it was amazing. So I can't wait to talk with um, John later because we executed his menu, right. which was very cool. So we'll tell you how to bring delish to a dish at your house. Okay. okay. And Georgetown Glow is a feast for the senses. It features contemporary public art, great shopping, and a fabulous outdoor holiday market uh, with, of course, historic Georgetown as as its backdrop. Uh, Debbie Young is the events director for the Georgetown Business Improvement District, The Bid, and she's in with all the deets. We're going to hear from her. But first, let's talk to Doran about her life and regarding her. So here's the thing, Doran. Regarding her, you guys started during the pandemic, right? It was originally based out of L.A., Mm-hmm. You got DC women entrepreneurs in the food space were doing stuff here. You guys were doing markets. You were all finding yep. ways to work together. You guys were so creative. And then women in LA were doing something. So they started regarding her. Yeah, right? regarding her started on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And while we were over here in DC, continuing to struggle as many were at that time. Yes. But you know, remember California had like fires, and we had January sixth. Like there were so many different things that so were happening, things. and everybody was struggling to keep up and we really just started to rely on each other like what are you doing what can we do together Mm -hmm. and uh we put together some markets we put together some food events and you did baskets and take home stuff i mean you guys really went you pivoted six ways this is the problem when you get a whole bunch of overdoing women in a room together who are exhausted they make more work for each other and then we have to start supporting each other and then we have to start reaching out to support more people mm. because that's what women do. Right. And we're all feeding each other at the same time. It's very hard work. Yeah, I know. Um, but it's it's really expanded, and we've teamed up with um, Ari Her, who started in California, and they have mm-hmm. a great group of really just solid women and a bunch of restaurants. And it, it's just amazing to link up with some you know people that are like-minded in the same type of situation, also mm-hmm. working super-duper hard to not only – uh, survive, right, and and promote their own work, but support each other and women in food at the same time. Right. Well, you know what I think is really interesting because I think LA is similar to DC in that the chefs play really well in the sandbox together. Like you don't see that in all areas, and sometimes you know you. It's so great to see women supporting women, right? It's really and great. Really Laying the foundations to raise other women yes. up. I love, right? love, love that you said that. So many people expect us to be at each other's throats, and I really think you know it's a lot of reality television. But right. uh, it, it, they're like, oh <laughs> no, my but it's god, true. she is with her other sandwich, and you're like, no, I love her sandwich. Right, it's yummy. And yeah, so we we do. We support each other. We not only play well in the sandbox, we then create more sandboxes and sand to play mm-hmm. in. And we all really do work together because if if one of us succeeds, we all succeed. So mm-hmm. it, it's just more all support, more support. Yep. So you guys have an event coming up. We're going to get into the details of it, but just give me the quick skinny on the event so we can get to our first guest. Yeah, December 11th at Cork on 14th Street Northwest. We're mm-hmm. going to have a bunch of women, women-owned businesses that are putting together holiday market, mostly food, of course. Right. So you can sip, you can snack, and you can purchase some gifts. Excellent. All right, we'll get into the details of that in just a second. All right. All right, Ebony. Ebony Walton, are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Okay. Let's do it. All Ebony's right. like, I got the energy. Let's Ebony, do it. Ebony is the woman in the know with the downtown downtown D.C. bid. This market happens to be close to my heart for two reasons. One, it's a great market. Okay, thank It's two you. blocks of cool stuff. It's also at my home. I was at Hex when Hex lived. Mm. 
for seven years. Mm -hmm. So every rat in that building is a personal friend. Um, <laughs> they're probably gone by now. But that that market, it reminds me of the market at Union Square up in New York where, I mean, it's just, Brian Park. It's mm -hmm. just cool thing after cool thing, artists and craftsmen mm -hmm. and jewelers and all kinds of stuff. So... So let's talk about like uh, the uh, when you guys initially started 19 years ago. I mean, mm -hmm. I can't believe it's almost 20 years. Right, we've all have been right. doing this. How like we were the, at the first one. We were, were at the you? first one. Absolutely, of the old convention center space. Yes, yes, the big parking lot. Yes, I remember. So talk about how it initially started, what the concept was, mm -hmm. and like how it's grown mm -hmm. over the years. Absolutely. So the market initially started with the same idea as the bid starting, as we need to enliven downtown D.C. Mm -hmm. You know, we always say 25 years ago, downtown was dull, dirty, and dangerous. Mm. So how do you bring people here? How do you bring not just property owners and people who want to put their businesses here, but how do you have things for residents, for visitors? So the idea with the market is what can we do that's different, you know, and get people out? So this outdoor shopping village was the idea and for us to bring in local artisans, things that you couldn't find. There's nothing wrong with, you know, going to the mall, doing those kinds of things, but how can you support people locally? And how can you get unique gifts? So that was the idea. And it's pre-Etsy, which is what I mm -hmm. think is so interesting about it. Because, you know, Etsy really mm -hmm. sort of exploded people who are like, yeah, like I knit things or I do this. And now people are able to sell it, whether it's a side gig or they make it their own business. So these markets are perfect. So that's how it began. Mm -hmm. How many vendors did you have first time? Oh, gosh. I don't even know. It's grown so much. Maybe 20 vendors. Uh -huh. You know, now we're at 70, and then we rotate. So each week you come, it may be different. Right, because it's how many weeks? Four weeks? So it's 35 days Ooh. this 19th year. Wow. And so it has grown. Like, the number of days has grown, um, how we curate the market, and what you see and all the vendors. But this year, 35 days of so shopping. So what does well, that mean, 35 days? I mean, so what time does it start during the day? Mm -hmm. Because... How busy is downtown? Like, talk about like how how people can use this, use it, use the yes, market. Yes, absolutely. So the market is open noon to eight daily. So uh -huh. Sunday to Saturday, the market's open, rain or shine. We're okay. there. Market opened on December on sorry November seventeenth. Uh -huh. Big splash. Jennifer Holiday was at the kickoff, so that was great. Oh, I can't believe I missed that. Oh, I'll make sure you're in the know next know. time. Did she? No, no, no. I was ask, out of town. Did she okay. ask where I was or not? That didn't come up. Did she sing? She did sing. God, she sang so that. She said, and I'm telling you why you should be oh downtown for the holidays. That's I what she said. That. That's what she's saying. So market goes through December 23rd. And uh -huh. so it's great for, for not just people who are visiting, but you want to get out and do something different. Get on a train. Come downtown. But not only that, for the last minuteers to stay open until yes, the 23rd. Absolutely perfect. right. So you know what? We're going to take a quick break. When okay. we come back, I want to get into who's there this year. Let's do okay? it. David and Nikki Nellis, Foodie and the Beast. What are you buying your loved ones for the holidays? What are you Find buying out me? when you come back. I want to know. Anything. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey, Nick, let's take a couple seconds to talk about the point. Oh, the point in Buzzard Point. Yeah. Well, Buzzard Point is really interesting because it's a new area that has totally kind of come up out of the water. It is where the Potomac and Anacostia Rivers meet, and now this development is there, and the Point D.C. is the very first restaurant there. So it has amazing water views, this incredible patio, fire pits. It is a great place to grab a drink and sit out and look at the water and eat amazing oysters. Oh, and seafood and sushi and steaks and more because we've done that. Exactly. So if you haven't been to the point, it's time for you to check it out.
All right, we're back on Food and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. And up in the spotlight is Ebony Walton. She's the acting director of marketing and communications, or as those of us in the business call it, Marcom. Mm-hmm. With right. the downtown TC bid, and we're talking about the holiday market, which is, I mean, got gobs of vendors. Yes. Talk so about let's who's talk there. about who's yeah. there this year and how you rotate them in and out, like mm-hmm. how that works. So definitely have to give a shout out to Mike Berman, who is our, our partner in crime uh, mm-hmm. with the holiday market. He's the head of diverse markets management. And so done a great job with curating local, some national vendors, like my all-time favorite. I should have brought some today, but they weren't open yet. Meeks Donuts. Made on the All spot. Right. Get yeah, out. Maybe, okay. Go get them and yeah, come no, back. They are good. Okay. Yes, they they're fabulous. But so some of the things I have here today, like so, we are a family that loves cheese. Mm-hmm. So. Great vendor, slice of Europe, all kinds of cheese. I didn't even know there was a thing called Gouda Parmesan Me cheese either. that's been aged. It's gorgeous. It is. It is. And so also got cranberry orange jam from them. Mm-hmm. So one of my favorites is this cutting board from Tunisian Touch. It's so pretty. It's a beautiful, made from a tree that's more mm-hmm. than 200 years old. Mm. Apparently it's illegal to in Tunisia to cut down these olive trees because they take so long to grow. And so just the grain of wood and just the, the craftsmanship. Well, wait, did they wait so for they the tree wait to kick die. the bucket? Or? Yes, so they have to wait until the, they have to wait. Shh, I'm killing this tree now. Shh. You have to wait until the tree is dead or is is dead or right. dying. Okay, mm-hmm. good. You can't do it. Um, and then we love like all kinds of salts and seasonings. Mm-hmm. So this almost, I'm not sure if this is going to make it to my husband. This is supposed to be for him. Okay. So there's this collection of salts here. Um, and so that's from French Epicure. Mm-hmm. Um, so all kinds of vendors. And then this one is really special for a couple reasons. I'm a Howard grad, H-U. Mm-hmm. But Joe Shemansky, who recently passed, has been a longtime vendor of the holiday market mm. and does these great photos, all kinds of photos. And this one, he has several where they're Lego Lego in inspired but has a Howard Bison logo in it so I, saw that. I guess I'll pass it on to my daughter who's now at Howard uh, so yes all kinds of vendors there is all Cute. kinds of vendors like last year because we do go every year mm-hmm. first of all the location tell everybody where it is yes absolutely so it's on F Street between 7th and 9th mm-hmm. across right out the out the door from the National Portrait Gallery yep. and just steps from the Capital One Arena right so it's on that great right yes. the, the Riggs is right on the corner yeah Riggs is on right. the corner yeah. then there's Shake Shack the Hotel Monaco right, right. there in the center so, cause of what all. we love to do because our son is at Silver Lion the okay. cocktail bar there all right uh, but anyway uh, but we love to go and um, uh, have dinner at the Riggs yes. after the market. It's such a great way to do things, even though there's so much good food there. It is. But it let's is. talk about some of the um, other gifts that are there. Like some are the big vendors that you're like new this year or maybe old ones that you're like, you have to go see what they're doing. Okay. So um, the vendor French Epicure actually is new this year. Okay. And so that that is a great one because you can actually, they don't just have packaged items. You can select what you want. He has the salt out, all kinds of salt. You can get it in just little packages. Oh, so that's cool. a beautiful, I love that. Um, great stuffing stockers. Yes, absolutely do, uh, great stuffing stockers. Stuffing. Great oh, stockings. Stuffing. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I don't do Christmas. Stuffing stockings. Stockings. Stuffing stuffers. That, wait, that's what we call a Nickyism. It's an yeah. well, I don't do Christmas, I but I think right. I understand the concept. And, and she hasn't had a drink this morning. <laughs> that's true. 
Um, and anybody else you want to point out? Yes, yeah, so there's great jewelers there. We've got Shade Meadows, Silo Designs. And really, when you look at the market, I mean, you could catalog it in like art, clothes, craft, jewelry. You've got food and then specialty items. There's mm. really so many vendors there. That's amazing. And then you can also get your holiday memorial photo ops there. We have um, illuminations, giant size nutcrackers, stars, all kinds of things. So it can be a family event. That's how I refer to Nikki. He's a giant size nutcracker. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay. (laughs) Not going to touch that one. I know, seriously. All right, Ebony, tell everybody the hard details. If there's an Insta page where we can find out everything. Absolutely. You can find out everything at Mm downtownholidaymarket.com. All the deets are there. You can see the site map. Hours are noon to 8. Goes through December 23rd. Holiday Market and Downtown DC Bitter also on Facebook and Instagram. So you go, you tag us, you can see all of the things there. And I do want to say the map is important. Like it is. you should it's like going to Disney. Like you should like figure out where you want to go and what you want to do and find out where the things are. I think you should. And we've expanded from the sidewalk to now it's the whole block. And that was one of the great things that came out of COVID. Mm. You know, because we needed more space, so we wanted to add to the to the park going. What we need is more COVID. We do not need more COVID, but I mean, you know, it was a good thing coming out. Now we have. I'm with you. Boy, does she know her stuff or what? I'm with you. Thank you so much, Ebony. All right, Doran, we're going back to you. Hello. Hi. So let's talk about. You know, sticky fingers, you're on all the time. We know what you do, but give everybody the quick run-up on what you do. Yeah, so I have an all-plant-based bakery and diner, and uh, we make everything. If you want it and you're hungry for it, I can figure it out. Uh, But we specialize in our baked goods, so we do cakes, cupcakes, cookies. We can mail it to your door, direct-to-consumer, which is great for Christmas, Mm -hmm. Hanukkah, holidays, just because, special occasions, and we also have a diner here in town where we offer our baked goods. And then we are opening a manufacturing facility in Tacoma, keeping it D.C. We'll have a little retail space there as well. Amazing. So we will be able to produce so many more cookies. But, I mean, your your vegan offerings, like I know some people here vegan and they just don't think vegan and baked goods. Still, they're go. terrified. I, it's really fascinating, right? Like all these years later that it's still like – I know. An issue. Know. But you're, you well, have no idea when you're eating well, the cookies. Well, this is where I get to vegan. come in because, hmm. yeah, I think people, the, the people who aren't, <laughs> who aren't, you know, familiar with, you know, vegan pastries will go, well. I'm going to put that on our sure. website. Well, yeah. David says, yeah. yeah. No. And well, we had, we, David does say, yeah. We had your stuff last time. We had a whole range of it. I, there was a lot of stuff here. And it is really good. Yeah, we and do. And I also tell. have, and so last night. We had some of your um, uh, cake mixes. Oh, yeah. And stuff. Yeah. So my daughter made it last night. I mean, she's not vegan. I mean, we're not vegan. But it does, you don't need to be to enjoy the product. No, there's a secret, okay, that she's like, the don't world tell anybody. has been <laughs> dying to tell you, which is like, Duncan Hines frosting is vegan. Oh. And like, Oreos are vegan. And like, there's all these what? things Wait, that are- Oreos yes, are vegan? Yes. There's so many products- that don't have animal products in them for various reasons. I always it's easier. thought the cream well, I thought, yeah, no, large. Less expensive. I thought it was hard. No, less nope. expensive, right? So you have less expensive issue. You have a shelf stability issue when you're dealing with lard. And you're oh uh, my God. also dealing with different allergens, different populations that don't maybe don't eat pork versus. Right. Pork so I can eat all the so Oreos I want now. I'm free. Not, liberated. Okay, let's stop right there. This is not a healthy product. <laughs> I do not ever claim to give you something that is going to make you healthier. The products are healthier than the non-vegan counterparts generally, right? Yes. Lesser, lesser, lower in saturated fat, 
uh, absolutely no cholesterol. Is there sugar in it? Yes. Is there flour in it? Yes. So when people are like, oh, you work with you know allergens, do you do gluten-free? Yes. Can you do soy-free? Yes. Can you do sugar-free? Absolutely not. Th- these are desserts. Right. right. And so when you come into our diner, where we have a lot of really traditional style American takes on, you know, diner food. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm from New York, Jewish and Italian. That's everything that I want to eat. And then plus everything that you would find in a diner. Right. And that is a really great way to show people, look, you can have plant based options that aren't absolutely terrifying. They still taste good. They're not as scary. So sometimes I call it the gateway drug, and I know that that's not really a great term for it, but it really is. It's a, it's a way to introduce you to something that can change your life in other ways. It's not just salads. Okay. Great. On that, we're going to get back to you. Great. Okay. Terrific. All right. We're going to go um, We're going to talk to John call. Stubbs. Yeah. Hey, John. Are you there? I'm here. How are you? Good, okay. John. How are you? Thanks for holding there for a little bit for Good. us. So great. let me introduce Thank you, you just me. just briefly. John is the co-founder and CEO at Movable Feast, and I mentioned the incredible feast that we enjoyed. Uh, he's also the owner and operator of Jewel of the South, which is a restaurant in the French Quarter in Nolens. Mm-hmm. And Jewel was named the best restaurant bar in the United States at Tales of the Cocktail. And okay. John, we're glad to have you on the phone. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so John, um, I'd love to talk about how you, how the two Johns, John Seibert of Tail of Goat and you, got together to come up with this movable feast concept. Uh, well, John and I first met um, many years ago. My wife and I uh, were customers. We may have been um, the best customers. We eat a lot of Thai food of uh, mm-hmm. Little Sarah, mm-hmm. where John's wife, Jill, ran the front of house. We know Jill John well. John was in the kitchen upstairs mm-hmm. at Comey. And, um, you know, we were going through the, the pandemic together, and we saw innovation at every level in the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a moment, you saw incredible restaurants creating these unique experiences for their customers to enjoy at home. Tail Up Goat and Revelers Hour had local delivery. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alinea in Chicago was creating boxes. 11 Madison Park in New York. Best for Teen in L.A. The pandemic ends. The dining rooms fill up again, and all of those experiences are gone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, we thought there were some really interesting things that came out of uh, some of the experimentation that was happening um, as restaurants were struggling to find new ways to generate revenue during uh, the shutdown period. Mm-hmm. And we felt that it, it was something that we could bring back. And in working with restaurants, uh, do it in a way that delivered a consistent, high-quality, premium restaurant experience uh, that people could enjoy at home. Well, but let's talk about how you did that because the uh, putting the menus together and talk about some of the chefs you're working with, like Tiffany Derry and um, Kim Alter, Jeremy Fox. I mean, you're working with some really um, high-end, well-known chefs nationally, and they're they're taking their menus and, and Putting them in a box that they're sending to you, and it's it's literally a, a dinner party. I mean, David and I ate all of it, but um, we could have had two more people join us, which is what it's supposed to be for four. Um, but tough luck for them. I know. I mean, snooze you lose. Yeah, that was designed for four. Right, it was. We ate all of it. Well, we eat for four. Um, so. But so, can we talk about like menu development? And then, to me, the hardest part about making this kind of um, experience work is the packaging and then the, the instructions because it can be intimidating to people 
who don't know what they're doing. Because like in our box, we had we had we had your menu. So we had the um, short rib, um, uh, the short rib what pot is it? pie. Short rib pot pie. Uh, Delicious, but we also had deviled eggs, and we had to fill the eggs and put caviar on top, and then we had uh, turnips, these little baby turnips, and the smashed peas. Oh, and the Yum. smashed peas. Mm-mm-mm. And um, anyway, so we, how did you guys come up with all that, and then the packaging for it? Um, well, let me take one step back, uh, okay. just to talk a little bit about how the founding restaurant partners came together. Mm-hmm. Um, as you mentioned, we do have the opportunity to work with. Some incredible chefs mm-hmm. that um, you know have have ne- have never before done uh, delivery or uh, shipping. Um, they 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 really are focused on on optimizing the experience in the dining room, and so there's a lot of trust that that we have to share uh, with them as we collaborate on a menu, and then we produce that menu for them. Mm. Uh, at our kitchen in Napa, California. Oh, okay. So Movable Feast is based in Napa, mm-hmm. and we source all of the ingredients from uh, the wondrous bounty of California uh, agriculture, mm-hmm. and we work with chefs around the country. We then produce all of the food in the kitchen in Napa, and we ship it nationwide from there. Oh, so I feel the, like, John, the restaurant in New if Orleans, I can interrupt. The restaurant in L.A., I would like yes. to say that we should get a tour of the Napa facility so we can really see Absolutely. how it works. <laughs> uh, we have to take a break. But when we come back, we're going to find out more about how you get this feast on your table. David and Nikki Nellis, Foodie and the Beast. We'll be back in just a sec. We're back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. We're talking to John Stubbs, who's the co-founder of Movable Feast. John, talk about, you know, I, I, I want to do something special for... Um, and my family at holiday time. I, how, how does it work? I go to your website and what happens? You uh, essentially will make a reservation for when you want to receive uh, your dinner party feast. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now we're featuring a restaurant from Santa Monica, California called Birdie G's. Mm-hmm. It's Jeremy a Fox. Jewish American fine dining mm-hmm. rest, restaurant. And it's... Um, Unfortunately, it's sold out already. So we're sold out for December. But uh, I like but this idea. I like this as a gift idea. Like, I think this is a fantastic gift to give to somebody. That's why I wanted it's to bring great, you on this show. It's a great gift idea. So you can purchase the the gifts and the recipient can use, can take the, the gift card, essentially, and mm-hmm. make a reservation at any point in 2024. Right. So in January, we're featuring Amanda Cohen's Michelin star vegetarian restaurant from mm. the Lower East Side in Manhattan, mm-hmm. Dirt Candy. Uh, we've got Johnny Sparrow mm. um, from Rever- uh, Reverie and Sparrow uh, here in town. Yep. Um, uh, we're, we're doing a menu from Reverie. We're going to bring back the duck. Mm-hmm. So you'll be able to have that at home even before Reverie is open. Um, and then we also have uh, Ernest. Brandon Rice's restaurant in the Mission in San Francisco. Oh, cool. Um, we, we are going to be announcing the next season uh, in, in January, so stay tuned for that. Great. Can we talk about the we, caviar we party? Because this is speaking yeah. to me personally, because um, I love caviar. And it just sounds like a great way to, you know, if you're hosting people, like having a party, this sounds like something you would want to have. 
you know, because it's all set up for you. Caviar, caviar party is an uh, indulgent, over-the-top experience. Mm -hmm. um, we've got you covered for your party of six or your party of 150 people. We mm. have uh, one option that has three kilograms of caviar, uh, all premium. Um, each of the tens is paired with accompaniments from three of our chefs, Nina Compton, Jeremy Fox, and Kim Alter from San Francisco. Mm -hmm. It's uh, new and exciting combinations of flavors, I will say. Um, Nina has plantain bellinis. Jeremy did some latkes covered like everything bagels, and Kim has waffles and maple syrup. Oh, my God. Things I'd never had with caviar before. But why um, shouldn't you put caviar I on them? To my, I mean, we would eat caviar with toothpaste. I to my so. parents' house I'm in sorry. Louisiana for Thanksgiving, uh -huh. and it was the perfect Thanksgiving Eve uh, celebration to kick things off, so mm -hmm. um, I can't recommend that. I mean, the caviar party is a lot of fun. It sounds it. It sounds like a great way to, um, you know, really do something different and unique. Um, and can we talk about like the setup for it? Like when you talk about like the waffles, how hard is that to execute or even the plantain bellinis? Because, again, I think for some people, when they look at these menus, they're going to be like, you know, like the short rib um, pot pie. That could seem right. daunting, but it, it wasn't. It was very easy to do. But so can we talk a little bit, we have about a minute left about like the directions and how you sort of educate people how to serve this party. Sure. Everything arrives. So for the caviar party, it's ready in five minutes. Mm -hmm. um, you're just reheating the, uh, the, the latkes, the waffles, the bellinis. Um, for the dinner party feast, which is uh, a multi-course setup, you've got canapes that are ready in about five minutes out of the box that mm -hmm. you can have at the kitchen island with your cocktail as you're inactively reheating and plating the rest of the meal, mm -hmm. which essentially is kind of a showstopper, middle protein, kind of like Thanksgiving dinner with a bunch of sides, and then you've got a dessert to finish. So you should effortlessly be able to host this party. It, does, it doesn't require a lot of dish changes. It doesn't require you getting up and down and serving multiple courses. It's more of a family-style mm -hmm. affair. Um, it's very easy. It's all color coded. Uh, my 11 year old um, did the uh, Nightbird feast for uh, my wife and I and some friends last night. Uh, oh. He made the entire thing by himself. Um, That's in impressive. 30 minutes. So okay. it's uh, it's it's actually a lot of fun for uh, kind of an elevated family night. It's mm -hmm. um, fun for a party. Uh, there are there are a lot of different ways that people are using it. We're still kind of discovering. Um, the ways that people are enjoying it as, you know, we're only a few months old, but uh, well, people are having some fun with it, which is good. It's a see. great idea. We though. think it's a, it's not just that it's a great idea. It's that it's so well done. So we think it's a great thing to do. Um, we have to wrap up with you, John. Will you just tell everybody where they can find you online or on Instagram, please? Sure. Uh, Instagram, uh, movable feast at home online, movablefeastathome.com or movablefeast.io. Excellent. Thanks for your time this morning. All right, Dora, we're going to hit back to you. Me. So tell us about this event that's happening at Cork on the 11th. Yeah, so the uh, the group that I was telling you about, Ari Her, mm -hmm. we all got together, and we're taking over Diane Space Cork on 14th Street, mm -hmm. and she's going to be pouring lots and lots of 
bubbly and wine, which is her specialty. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to have fish scale Hank's Oyster Bars, uh, Hank's, Do- Hank's Oyster Bar, Pizzeria Paradiso, me, Sticky Fingers Bakery, right? Teaism, and so many others. And we're going to have lots and lots of stuff for you to snack on, try, taste. Uh, and then also things that you can purchase as well. So this is, you know, indoor traditional style market, but a little extra zing there. So tell us about like the kind of things you're selling for people to buy as gifts. Yeah. So we have a whole slew of items that you can order online uh, and have shipped direct to somebody's door. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to wrap them, which is the hardest part sometimes. I know. You have a gorgeous tin in here today. Yeah, we have it's a great, great tin that's like a hat box, and you can use it for all sorts. Of, you could just ship the hat box, and then they can use that as a cookie jar. Right. <laughs> uh, so we have... Ski chalet gingerbread houses. We have cookie tins that are filled with non-dairy, obviously, no eggs, traditional style Italian cookies. So Mm -hmm. cuccidati and rainbow cookies, um, spritz cookies. And then we have more fun, like more Americanized sort of fun stuff like your peppermint, everything peppermint. Sure. Everything chocolate. Sure. Peppermint brownies. Of course we do gluten-free. We have cupcake kits decorating with But will kids. all that be at the market? I mean, not only what we can order, but, like, what are you going to have at the market? I will have some of those things at the market so you can purchase them right there, or you can just order them from me. So I'll have okay. my little handy-dandy right. like iPad. both and both. It works out And well. you can just send your gifts right from <laughs> right. me. I just, right. I come up to you. I'm like your concierge. I love that. <laughs> okay, great. All right, when we come back, we'll and talk. And wait a minute. She's a dog lover. Yeah. And a cat lover. Um, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about what Diane has going on at Cork otherwise, because they always have a lot of programming as well. And then we'll just give the final deeds. But now. But now we're, we're going to glow. Gonna Georgetown Glow. Debbie Young's here. I mentioned earlier she's the events director for the Georgetown Bid. Tell us about Glow. Yes. Well, well this tell us about Georgetown. And how it's well, Georgetown is it's happening so again. Yeah. Well, we'll start with Glow because this is our ninth edition of Glow, mm-hmm. and it's the region's uh, only free light outdoor exhibition of its kind. Mm-hmm. So we're really excited. We'll have we have five light art installations throughout the commercial district of Georgetown. It just started last night, and it runs through January seventh. Mm-hmm. And the artworks lit five to ten each night, um, and we're really excited. But the about artwork this year. is 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 expressive. It's expressive. And it's large. So can we talk about how you find the artists to create and how you pick the spaces to to execute them as well? Yeah. I feel like the the word of the day on the show is execute. Execute. That right yes. Now. We're all executing. Okay. In a, in a Go good way. Right <laughs> okay. So That's tell true. us about it. In a it. good way. Yeah. So our team, um, the Georgetown Bid, we work with the GLOW Committee mm-hmm. to select the artwork, the artists, and um, site locations. So it's definitely takes a village to mm-hmm. put on glow. Um, and since we've been doing it for nine years, we already kind of know, we probably have about 12 to 15 sites that we know can work. Um, I think we, it's kind of like the chicken before the egg. It goes both ways. Sometimes right. we see the artwork and then we think it will work in a certain location or sometimes it's the site that comes first. It's okay. It's almost like a game of chess. And how many people sort of applied to be an artist for this because not everybody works in this medium. Yes, it's a very niche, um, a niche market, I guess yes. you would say. Yes. So I think over the years, like I said, since it's our ninth year, it's different every year. In our early years, we used to do a call for artists, and you would, we would sometimes get fifty proposals coming mm. in. Um, a lot of people who do this type of artwork are international artists. So this year we have artists from United States, Hungary, and the Netherlands. Wow. 
this year we actually partnered with a group called Light Art Collection. Um, they're based in the Netherlands. And they basically have a catalog of artists that they've worked with who are all, all at one point part of the Amsterdam Light Festival, which is every year in December and January. Mm. And so they commission the artwork. And then you can work with them to feature that artwork that was once there and then bring it to your festival. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. And do the artists come to town for that? Um, some of the artists do if they're available. This year, one of the artists actually came to help build the artworks for us. Right, because they're some of them are really large, yeah. oh, right? They're all pretty large, yeah, except one. We have Darth Fisher. He's a life-size uh, Darth Vader. Okay. Um, who is, instead of, like, fighting all his little enemies, he is taking time to fish. And so that's Where probably that the smallest up? one. That one's at, um, we call it East Market Lane, next to what used to be uh, Dana DeLuca. Okay. Which will soon be the, the Moza. Uh, yes. Yeah. Right. So he's just in a little nook. You kind of have to, you know, you might pass I him I saw up. him. Yeah. I saw him yesterday. He's up top. Yes. Oh, I saw it. Yeah. I was like, what? that yeah it's okay. kind of unexpected so that's probably the smallest one yeah all the other ones are super large but yeah, yeah the artist um his name well his nickname is choppy because he's dutch okay his name is a little difficult for a lot of people to say but he's one of the artists for follow the light that's at washington harbor mm -hmm. uh so yeah he was able to come and work on his but also work on all the other installations I love that. all right we're going to take a quick break when we come back Aside from Glow, which everybody yes. should totally check out as they're walking around. Yes. Um, we want to talk about all the different activities, yes. programming that you guys have going on, and then all the new stores. Yes. Because there's some good places to shop. All right. This is David and Nikki Nellis, Foodie and the Beast. Grab your wallet. We'll be back in just a sec. Back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis talking to Debbie Young. Uh, she's the events director at the Georgetown Bid. This Georgetown Glow is multifaceted. You've got, mm -hmm. a, you've got a holiday market. Um, you've got stores and restaurants in Georgetown. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. Go you're, ahead. You're not that funny. Okay. Um, uh, but you've got a lot hey, going on. It's a it's a, a multi-headed hydra down yes. there. So talk a little. I, I'm interested in the promotions and, and what's going on in the stores and restaurants. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we have um, next Wednesday, we have a special night of shopping. So we're doing extended hours of shopping. So from 5 to 830, we have over 40 shops and restaurants who are doing in-store specials, gift with purchases. So kick off your holiday shopping if you mm -hmm. haven't already. Um, restaurants are doing a cocktail crawl where they have special holiday cocktails that they're doing. And we have a holiday night market. So ours is a little different because it will be open at night. Okay. So that makes us special. It does make me special. <laughs> so uh, everyone should mark their calendars for that. We'll also have live music. Wait, when is the night market? And oh, where sorry. is it? It's Wednesday, December 6th. Uh -huh. And it actually starts at 1 o'clock, but it goes till 8.30 p.m. It's at Grace Church Lawn, which is at 1041 Wisconsin Avenue. Oh, terrific. And who's like participating in that? What do we got? So that is um, curated by Neighbors D.C. So mm -hmm. there'll be jewelry, candles, food, cookies. Dennis so mm -hmm. lots of good stuff. Oh, really? Huh? Dennis is going to be there? I would bet he is. Oh. Dennis Ray. Does no. that ring a bell? Okay. I'm not sure. Maybe. Anyway. Mm -hmm. um, so you should come and see. Right. Uh, but we're also going to have a holiday karaoke, which will be super fun. And that's going to be in front of Georgetown Lutheran Church. Say no more. Okay. I think we're all coming for karaoke. Right. That yeah. sounds like fun. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So can we talk about, because I was in Georgetown yesterday and I am just like a little gobsmacked at all the new stores and like some stores have changed places. Mm -hmm. um, 
that gorgeous um, curations by Cecilia. Cecilia. Yes, yes, that place is insane. It's beautiful. You just guaranteed that now you'll never be able to get in the front door. Okay. No, I want, no, I hope like I want them to do well. Yeah, we want that. So to can happen. we talk about some of the like sort of lifestyle stores? And yeah. I mean, there's chains and then there's independents. That's what's so nice about yes. Georgetown. Is it the mix of yes. the two? So let's talk about some of the ones that have opened. Yeah, we have a lot that is open. So in terms of shopping, we have Frame, which is men's and women's Look. clothing. Oh, Frame. is that All what you're wearing? Frame. Oh, they Frame is good. beautiful. Yes. Very good. <laughs> I'm a we, walking advertisement. I love it. We have Viore, which I actually wasn't familiar with it. Oh, it's a California brand. Some of my coworkers were already shopping yeah. there. Mm-hmm. So it's athletic clothing and active wear. Yep. Um, we have, well, you already have Curated by Celia. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in terms of food, we have Baker's Daughter. I don't know if you've seen that on Oh, yeah, Matt Avenue. Baker's Place. Uh-huh. And they have breakfast all day. Great. And their bur- breakfast burrito is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, we have RK Chocolate, which is on, I feel like it's, I always get mixed up. I think it's O Street. So on one of the side streets, but they have oh, these beautiful chocolates. It's, they're beautiful, yes. right? That's like a little gem off to the side. Like you have to be looking for it. Yeah. You know? But yeah, but try to find it because mm-hmm. that could be a great holiday gift. Yes. Uh, we have or a, a housewarming gift. You know, like if you have all these holiday oh, parties, sometimes you need to come with like, everybody comes with like a bottle of wine. Yes. And a lot of people bring, don't take this the wrong way, but I find like when like people are coming to my house and they bring wine, I'm like, oh, I can't even re-gift it. I'm yeah. not even going to use it. So <laughs> I think bringing something like cookies or something for the morning, like I'm big mm-hmm. on bringing something for the next day, mm-hmm. I think, or chocolates, like that's such a nice gift, you know? Like Thank you. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah, there you go. Um, and then we have Away, the luggage shop. I know. Yes, that's on M Street. Mm-hmm. And we have Mans, which is Home Goods. Oh, and I'm going to throw out um, Yellow oh, of yes. the street, Mike Rafiti's um, that space. pizza-like thing the is so pizza. The not pizza is good, yes. but as far as so they all do pastries and stuff, mm-hmm. um, uh, for like he has a Lebna stuffed croissant that is pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Um, so I, I love to mention them. And then you mm-hmm. also have the, um, there's a lot of good food options yes. that do package goods, especially for the holidays. Um, and then I just think the shopping in Georgetown is getting better and better. It's been really, we're thriving, I have to admit. So we're excited for that. Okay. All right. Let's go back to Glow for a little yeah. bit. We have about a minute left. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about, so we I got the Darth Vader one. Yes. But let's talk about one of the big installations. Like what's the one that you're like, I can't believe they did that. Well, there's two. I think um, Talking Heads, which is at Georgetown Waterfront Park, you can actually see it if you're coming from Roslyn over Key Bridge. Ooh. You'll be able to see it. It's two large, spectacular heads. Um, it's by a artist from Hungary. Mm-hmm. And it's basically lights. It has 4,000 lights, LED lights on each head. And they're showing facial expressions. They're talking to each other through facial expressions. And you kind of have to figure out what are they saying to each other. That's cool. So that's amazing. And then I think another one that everyone's going to be talking about, it's called Rotifers. It's on the canal, along the canal at Lock 4 between Thomas Jefferson Street and 31st Street. Mm -hmm. And Rotifers, if people don't know, unless you're really into biology and really paid attention, are plankton-like animals. Okay. So, oh, I know. <laughs> did you know that? Doran's looking at me like, doesn't everybody know that? <laughs> so it gives you a microscopic view of the circle of life, but the, mm. they're inflatable, large inflatable plankton. Artwork. Okay. The uh, first but thing I huge. thought when I looked at them was Hakuna Matata. So okay. Yeah, like 40 feet long. They're I can't cool. wait to see it. 
So All it's right. amazing. Please tell everybody where they can find Glow and, you know, find all the new stores, like everything happening in Georgetown and the programming, please. Yes. So for Glow, go to GeorgetownGlowDC.com. Um, it has a map, all the programming, walking tours information, and for just everything about Georgetown, GeorgetownDC.com. Great. And I will say the map is also important because the side streets, like everybody walks M and um, Wisconsin. And Wisconsin. Yeah. But there are little fun things like on the side streets. So it's yes. really important that you take a look at the map and see what's happening. Yeah. And on GeorgetownDC.com, we have a map of all of our little nooks also because mm. we have Upper Georgetown is Book Hill. We have Katie's Alley. Sure. So it's all listed on there too. Great. Okay. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. All right, Doran, we're back to you. Hi. So I'm Hi. just going to mention, because Diane um, from Cork Market is not here today, Diane Gross, but on the 16th of December, they do their annual sparkling wine extravaganza. And so for you champagne lovers or bubbly lovers out there, like myself um, and everybody else, um, it's a great way to taste. They pour all different wines. It's a great way to taste all the different sparklers. And get the ones that you need, whether it's for the holidays or for New Year's or just because you love to drink champagne every day, no judgment, whatever it is. So definitely mark your calendar for that. And then I know you and Diane are partnering on these gingerbread houses. You brought one in today. Can you tell me, like, it's we get to put it together? Like, how does it work? Yeah, so you can book a spot, book a table at Diane's, or you can actually book one of the rooms upstairs. She's a huge space. Upstairs. Yeah, the space it's is amazing. upstairs. So it's if huge. you need to get your family out of the house and you need to um, maybe distract them with some sugar and some sparkly, her place is great to do that. And so you can book up to, I think it's two to four people per gingerbread house. Mm-hmm. And then she has all sorts of different stuff that you can decorate it. I provide for her just the gingerbread house. Okay. But we ship our full kits in the mail with instructions some uh, little cheats and best ways to really get your gingerbread And I love and this. I love the gingerbread houses. Like when my kids were young and we used to go to friends' house for like Christmas Eve, like that was entertainment for the kids. We would buy, you know, gingerbread houses for them to put together. And it's just such a fun activity. Yeah. And, you know, I'm here to sell my gingerbread houses. But right. you can do them with graham crackers. Like you can do them with anything. You can just... I mean, if you don't want to do all the sugar for the little kids, right? You could do raisins and nuts and all sorts of stuff. But, you know, we really double down on all the extra sugar over here. Yeah, you do. And we don't have any eggs in our frosting. So the royal icing that you use to stick those houses together usually has egg whites. We don't use egg whites. We use aquafaba, which is from chickpeas. Yes. And that dries just as well. Mm -hmm. You don't need to refrigerate it. It's great. Good. All right. Tell everybody again, um, not only where they can find you, um, at Sticky Fingers, but also this event, give a last run-up for it, and where we can find details on it. Yeah, so just check us out online, stickyfingersbakery.com. You'll find every single little place that I am, including coming right to your door to give this to you Right. Uh, practically. I'm not actually delivering it, but right. uh, we can ship nationwide. And then we will be at Cork with Diane, and she's very generous on those pours. So you should check her out and uh, check everybody out that's going to be at the Ari Her Market, December 11th. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay, great. Um, I know you want to say a couple things. I do. So you go ahead and then I'll finish. Well, this is the time of year when everybody talks about peace on earth and goodwill toward all men and women. And we nonetheless have hot spots all over the world. I just want to remind everybody that the war in Ukraine goes on. There are millions of refugees still and a lot of people in misery. So with with everything else happening in the Middle East, don't forget about Ukraine. Send a couple of bucks to Red Cross. 
Central um, Kitchen. They're Jose's group. And as far as the Middle East goes, I think Rodney King was right. Why can't we all just get along? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm feeling for the Israelis. I'm feeling for the Palestinians. And you can send money to the Red Crescent that will get funneled into helping Palestinians who are uh, displaced. And certainly the Red Cross because there's misery. There's misery across the Middle East. Let's get it together. Okay. And uh, be nice. And on that note, I just want to remind everybody, everything you heard here today, you can find on the list, areyouwanna.com, the online e-zine that tells you everything happening in the D.C. metro area. Want to know about all these events you heard about today? There's so much happening in the city, other light installations and fabulous holiday markets. And, of course, things for Hanukkah and Kwanzaa, all those things. And New Year's, don't forget it's coming, um, is all on the list, areyouwanna.com. Of course, you want to follow me at N-Y-C-C-I-N-E-L-L-I-S. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Threads, LinkedIn, and now Industry Night is on YouTube. So not only can you download the show on your favorite podcast platform, but you can also watch it as well. We want to thank all of you for joining us here today. So many ways to buy those you love. Wonderful things, especially local. Um, And you should do that. So please be safe out there and have a delicious week. (laughs) 